Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. with no cold calling a world where companies don't sell your data to other companies who want to pester you at g4 claims we don't cold call and we don't buy a single lead from data companies oh and if you're due any compensation from your car accident you pay nothing to us at all for full accident management support including motor replacement repairs and personal injury compensation claims just search g4 claims today for help the way you want it Hi folks and welcome to the Battlefield Podcast, my name's Scott Gray um, We're revisiting our Famous Fan Series today um, And I'm delighted to say that we have River City legend, stalwart, um, Stephen Purden on How we doing mate? All good mate, when you said you're, then you're, you're visiting your Famous Fans man You're like, so you couldn't get MD so you go me <laughs> Not at all mate, not at all <laughs> <laughs> No obviously we've seen you on This Is Ibrooks, um, obviously you do football daft mate So you're Aye. no stranger to the, the podcast scene either to be fair Aye mate, it's kind of, it's one of the ones now I never, I was never into podcasts until I started football daft And I was talking to Big Grado earlier on And we were doing like a wee football daft thing later on as well And I says, can we push your time back a wee bit Because I'm doing a podcast with yourself And he's like ah, you in these fucking podcasts, man. That's all you do now. I'm like, mate, I know, I don't know. I was never into them, but now I'm like obsessed with them, you know what I mean? So it's a very forward in it, old podcasts. Well, the only reason I managed to get Gredo on this one on our live show, The Bears Corner, is because yeah. I messaged him after an old film game and he was pushed and 
he decided he, he said I'll do it and then he had to commit to it and he's like I, I wouldn't like you doing mate I'll just do it <laughs> mate he's he's murder he's one of my best pals and even I need to book him like three months in advance to make sure he's doing something honestly and I remember the night he was doing it and he actually I was I think I was having a few beers that night and he texts me going oh, he still calls me Bob he's never called me Steve in his life so he's yeah. like Bob I'm doing this live thing, blah, blah, blah. Right, how would you, how would you, if you were talking about Rangers this season, how would you sum them up? What words would you use? How did we play in this game? What did we do in that game? I'm like, mate, yeah, grab, you know what you're saying. He's <laughs> done. So, actually, Coach Strap had given me a lot of information on him beforehand, and it, we just spooked him straight away because I was like, you've done, Nana Snook is tight, it's not this, and he's like, how the fuck do you know this? You know, I mean, it, was, it was brilliant, man. I've not got that today, mate, I should say. It's all right, He's a good laugh, he's a good boy, man. He's 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 always he's cracking value if you're getting him on any sort of podcast because right. you just don't know where he's going to go. And he gets off on a tangent one way and another all the time, so it's great, man. Aye. Obviously, here you talk about yourself and being a Rangers supporter and. Aye. Obviously, part of River City, a huge part of River City, um, and it becoming what it's obviously became the day. But the thing is, I've always wondered because everybody that knows me knows that I watch River City anyway, right? So, excellent, mate. Excellent. Is it a is it a thing in River City that the 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 character that you play is you've you've always got to the characters always got to support the opposite for what you support in real life because I remember the guy that plays Raymond I remember him doing, I remember him doing a scene with his dad George in it and he says I've not seen a smile on your face that wide since the jail's done nine in a row and then you find out he's actually a Celtic fan and I he's know your Celtic character fan. in it is a Celtic fan so is that what happens? <laughs> well mate you would th- now that you're saying it like that I'm starting to think maybe it is how it happens and nobody's told me no, I mean, but uh, it's, it's, it goes back to Oh, years ago when I so I've, I've been in there since the beginning, mate. So I've been there twenty years next year, so nineteen years now. I so uh, one of the my good friends, uh, Martin McCarthy, his name is, but he's a he's now my boss. He's like mm-hmm. the executive producer at River City, but he's also he was a writer as well. He was an actor, but he used to write a lot of the episodes. And I remember, I think one scene in particular, one storyline in particular, I had, I think I had fucking ended up. <laughs> My character back in the day had a one night stand with my best mate Small with Deke Small. Do you know what I mean? So basically pumped my best mate Small. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of as you do. Aye, he wasn't his character wasn't the best pleased with my character. So he punched me. He punched me and I fell down the stairs and ended up in a coma. Right. So the only way when I was in the coma before it would be good to go right because my family the Adams they were called then they're called the Harris now. Oh man, it's mental, right? Soap one, but they thought very religious family, so they put rosary beads on my bed while I was in the coma, and they put a Celtic scarf and all that, and that was written by my mate Martin McCarthy, who is a big Celtic fan, and knew I was a big Rangers fan, so it stuck since then. Do you know what I mean? So that was it. So I am. I've had so many lines where I'm talking about the King of Kings, Henry Parson, saying all that. So it's. So I remember years ago when I first. Whenever City started and I started going to the games, I remember walking to sit in my seat when I used to sit in the govern and I'm walking to my seat and this guy stood there, pure right, hardy looking guy, and he's like, You in the wrong fucking stadium, son. <laughs> and I was like, What? At this point, I wasn't used to anybody noticing me. I was like, What? He's like, 
You'd want it up more, but you know, and I was like, oh, mate, no, mate, it's not real, mate, I'm a Rangers, man. You know what I mean? So it's all that kind of stuff. But, I can't believe people fall for it. <laughs> no, mate, I know. Mate, honestly, when you're in River City, man, like, people forget you're actually just, like, you're so, like, people who love River City, like, especially the older ones, they're pure, like, you are Bob and that's Damon <laughs> and that's, you're no Steven, you're fucking shell suit Bob and that's it. You know what I mean? So it's brilliant, man. <laughs> I suppose that's a that's probably a Scottish thing, but isn't it? That, that, that's you. You're just stuck aye, with that, and that's you. You never shake aye. that off, mate. I know that's the thing, man. I'm I'm 38 now. I started there when I was 19, man. So it's like I've grew up on the terry and being part aye. of it. So I love it all, mate. Do you know what I mean? So that's kind of it's been good to me. You know what I mean? Aye. When when did you? Who who was your kind of biggest influence in, in being a Rangers supporter? And obviously, real life in your personal aye. life. It's aye, it's going with my dad. Do you know, my dad was always he was aye massive like <clears throat> mental mad Rangers fan. Uh, he used to when I was younger take me to the games and that. And uh, I think it, it was just without sounding like the old cliche and the old cheesy way, mate. I think kind of in your blood a wee bit. Do you know what I mean? It's aye. in your DNA. It's kind of that's the way my dad's dad was. My dad's brother, my uncle, and all that. They're all just it's my dad's side especially. My mom's side are the other way, they're all Celtic fans and that, but my dad's side is Rangers fans and I, my mom still says to this day, like, I've got his temper, his everything when it comes to Rangers and it's like, I, it's just my dad mate, so just through that then just snowball got the games and that, do you know what I mean? So, And it's something as well, I think that when you do start going to the games mate and you start to invest your own money in it in terms of season tickets and strips and shirts and, and whatever else you buy. You know, there's hundreds of stuff. I mean, 25 quid now you get 40 time with a trophy. Yeah, for the mean? trophy, mate. I know. <laughs> you know, I, I think it just does so well. Aye, and I know what the club are doing, right? I know there's so many people out there that are going, fuck that, I'm not paying that, I'm not doing that. They're just taking the James Blunt out, isn't it? You know what I mean? Did you, did, did you book it, but mate? Aye, well, I had to do it. You're like, what's going on in it? If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Don't if you want it. to do it, do it. So I can I can see both sides of the argument where, I mean, I play the Rangers lottery, I pay my season ticket, I've got my Rangers TV, I'll buy the strips for me, I'll buy the strips for my boy. It is a lot of money, but if you can't do it and you don't want to do it, don't do it. If you can exactly. do it and you're going to do it, don't fucking then moan about doing it because you're doing it. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So it's, exactly. mate, I can see, I mean, I can understand it does eat into your pocket and stuff and we've all got families and bills to pay. But at the end of the day, look where the club's been and look where the club is now. See these, been able to get shares and all that now. I'm the old romantic. I remember when you're a wee guy, your dad would buy you shares and you think it's a big deal that you've got shares in the club. So you having the opportunity to do that again. For me, that's what we used to be like. So exactly. that's the way I want it to go back that way. I want to buy shares for my boy and all that and myself. So it's all that. It's all that kind of thing. If you want to date, date. If you don't, don't. But I think having these opportunities and doing these things now is just another step back to where we used to be and where we should be, in my Correct. opinion. Correct. Mm-hmm. Listen, that's, that's what your club's always been about. Do you know what I mean? And we lost aye. that. We lost our way for a wee while there. And oh, I'm mate, delighted aye. we're now back. You know what I mean? To, to aye, being aye. something we recognise, you know? So. Exactly, man. I mean, it's like, mate, we all know what we've been through. I mean, obviously, after the admin and all that, and then the charlatans that came in, the vultures, you know, the club was unrecognisable, man. I mean, you still paid your season ticket, we still went, but you didn't know what was happening for the Monday to the Friday with the club, you know what I mean? So, uh, at least now, do you know what? Everybody's always going to moan. You go to Ibrox, they're always going to moan. I've got a guy that sits behind me. 
you're one in three and all, man, he'll still moan that it's no six. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't help it, do you know what I mean? So it's why the things, man. I did, and obviously through the pandemic, I've missed that guy, like, fuck. Like, uh, exactly. I've got a guy sitting next to me that, that says, every fuck, I sit in the Copeland, right, and every fucking yeah. nighttime game, he's like, that sun will go... How can the sun not go the other way so it's no new rise? And I go, you didn't realise, mate, that it sets, it rises and sets in the same bit every day, mate. You didn't know that. You know, but again, it's just say, I miss them. Ah, exactly, mate. You miss all that. I'll just hope we can get back in this season at some capacity, you know what I mean? Aye, definitely, definitely. Um, obviously, going back to you, your your grown up, who, who was your, you know, who was the team that kind of. Because obviously we've had Sunnis, we've had Walter at nine in a row, etc. So who who was the team that really gripped you? I remember, I mean, very, very, very vaguely, I remember the whole Sunnis thing. Uh, the nine in a row team, towards maybe the latter end, of it, like I'd say, like obviously Sunnis started that, but I'd say probably for Walter's kind of first kind of stint where. I, I really remember Gaza and Loudrop, do you know what I mean? Like I really remember the eight in a row, I remember been there with my dad and I remember the nine in a row I remember Tanadice that night how big a deal it was uh, so that team probably was my my first lingering memory where I go it's easier this man we just won everything <laughs> you know what I mean so it was kind of it was that way do you know what I mean and then obviously as I got a bit older that kind of came to an end and I remember I always remember the cup final for some reason when we lost it to Hearts and I remember I think that's when I started Call me my pals, do you know what I mean? When Advocate then came in, I remember the Shelbourne game when we were getting 3 0, we won 5 3. Remember me and my mates getting ready to go to games and going, it's Advocate again, you're going, we just won everything, man. Do you know what I mean? We're just uh, like, but I, I'd say that, and then, mate, I've just, I've always went, but my dad, with the 9 0 team, that's when it really started for me. McCoyst is like, he's my idol, do you know what I mean? So he was kind of, when I was younger, just everything he touched, mate, turned to gold, didn't it? It still does. And the media, apart from obviously when he was the manager, he was. I mean, but that's kind of... see for a guy though, mate, who's who was always in the right place at the right time. Aye. He was in the right place at the wrong time. Then I think, although or maybe maybe he was in the right place at the right time for us. You well, know, mate, I think of... maybe what went on in the background and stuff that we don't know and we'll probably never know. Uh, I pro- I know what you mean by that, mate. It was it it was a dream job at the wrong time, but it was maybe the right time the right guy at the right time to kind of have somebody in there that has got the club's best interests at heart do you know what I mean but again you're always going to get focal disagree you mean more about McCoy when he was there but I could never say a bad word about the guy to be honest no, I'm the same as you mate he's my hero growing up and, and that's just I've always loved him and then even now you get disappointed when you turn on the games on ITV at the Euros and it's no oh. having Clive. <laughs> oh, mate, I know. It's fucking I know. John Hartson. <laughs> oh, mate, me and my mate done that mad thing where you can change the sky to like, the English version of here. <laughs> Mc- you suck it to the McCloister or night, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was going to say Kevin Gallagher. R- Raman Bardwaj and Kevin Gallagher. <laughs> 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 no chance. Uh, no <laughs> chance. <laughs> Nate Sunus and all, of course, which is huge. I know, um, exactly, I know. But, uh, who, who, so McCloister's your favourite player then, mate? How well, when I was younger, mate, I sorry, on you go. Is it? No, how, have you, like, did you meet him when you were younger? Have you ever met McCoy? I take it you must have crossed paths at some point. Mate. Right, hold on, hold on, stay there, stay there. Right. <laughs> I don't know if you can see that, mate. I've played with him at Ibrox. So you did, so you did. So there he's there, mate. There's me and McCoy there, man. Uh, I've met him a few times. The first time that day, going to the Legends game, that was probably the point where I had any sort of 
proper conversation, man. He's opening line to me was, uh, so obviously I'm a height of shite, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, we're walking and he was late, as he always is, apparently. He was late coming in. Uh, I was like, all right, Ali, how you doing? And he shook my horn. He's like, ah, fuck's sake, wee man. You make Wally Henderson look like Peter McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> so that was his opening line to me. I was like, I just stood there like a wee giddy school like that. Just let him say whatever. I, I was like, mate, slag me all you man. Uh, <laughs> oh, I met him a couple of times and then we played another charity game. Uh, it was for St Andrews Hospice at Airdrie Stadium, the Excelsior Stadium. Uh, walked in, he's like, ah, fucking hell, man, this is a bit of a fall for grace for you, we man, is it, no? Well, thanks, the last time I saw him was Ibrox, and, <laughs> mate, he's just, he's one of the guys, like, I just, I think a lot of people, cause his whole cheeky, chappy demeanour and the way he carries himself, I think a lot of people forget how good a football player he was. Uh-huh. He was actually, like, see, when you look back at some of the old videos, you know, you'll be the same as me, probably, mate, you end up, and doing some sort of rabbit hole on YouTube, you watch, <laughs> you watch his last goal at the foot there, his last goal, and then you end up seeing all his goals. But mate, honestly, technically, like I think people oh. forget how good he was. Do you know what I mean? He was different class, man. But people say, oh, he's lucky, you know, the right place at the right times. I says, but that's a skill. <laughs> I don't mean that's an art form. That's no coincidence. Aye, exactly, mate. And let's not forget, man. I mean, before my time, but my dad always used to say to me, like, he used to get fucking. Booed to fuck and people wanted them at this club. Not I mean, I don't think he had the easiest of starts at Rangers. Not I mean, and I think even when Sunnis was there, his nickname is a judge because he was always on the bench when we signed Mo Johnston. But that again shows character to come back for that. And I remember sitting before that Legends game at Ibrox, and me and my mate Jordan Young we were sitting there. We think at our table you have like lunch before you go in, and Fergie was there with Bob Malcolm, and then we were sitting next to Archie Knox and a few other boys. Can't remember who else, but Archie Knox and Andy Gorham. And they were sitting going, look, what people need to remember with McCoy's, he's a hard bastard, I know, you wouldn't mess with him, do you know what I mean? Uh, and I can't even imagine him being in a fight, I mean, uh, there you go. Uh-huh. It's just, I think he, <laughs> to have that kind of mental solidarity he had and the actual, to be the centre forward he was, man, he must be solid, I know, mate, and I don't, uh, think, I don't think he gets enough credit at times that people just think him as a really funny guy, you know what I mean? Ah, uh, that's it. That's it, mate. Um, for, for yourself, obviously, you always wanted to be an actor. I take it is that what that were the dreams? Uh, well, I mate, I was kind of. And a football player, obviously. <laughs> aye, I just I knew I knew that wasn't going to happen after a million failed trials here, there, and everywhere. You know what I mean, uh, but no, mate, I was just kind of. When I I went to school in Smithycroft and Ridley East End and East End of Glasgow, growing up, man, I don't I didn't really know what I wanted to do, mate. Do you know what I mean? And then got the chance to, there was a film getting made called Ratcatcher and they were going around all different schools and trying to get people in it. Lynn Ramsey was the director, she didn't really want to use actors as such, she wanted people just off the street to have that kind of authentic thing, the same way Ken Loach did with Sweet 16, but done the thing with Ratcatcher and got the chance to audition for that, audition for it, got a wee part in it. Uh, tiny part in that, but was there quite a lot and learned a lot and I kind of thought, aye, I kind of like this. Mm. So just kind of, but it's not that easy, mate, to go, I like this, I'm going to, right, that's me, I'm going to be an actor, it doesn't really work that way, you know what I mean? So, uh, me and my best mate, Tam, we ended up staying in school till like six year, because then they have, all the boys who were away, done a trade, with all sparks and plumbers and joiners, and we were like, 
fuck that man, I don't know what I'm doing with that kind of stuff, <laughs> I mean, so, I was like, so we're hanging about at the school in sixth year, doing home economics, we're the birds, not any good, right, what we're doing here, I mean, but then when I left school, I thought, I'm going to go to college and do drama, done that, joined a theatre group, did a few plays, then got a wee part of the Sweet 16 with Martin Compton and that, done that, through that, met a guy who ran the theatre group, so then I'd done a few plays, and then it just snowballed for there, mate, a woman I knew came to see a play, she was a casting director, called Vicky Beatty and she phoned me up one day because I ended up hated college man hated it I left that and worked in my uncle's shop he worked in cruise at the time in the town so loved that mate 50% discount and all the gear and all that and cruise it was great <laughs> so I was loving that then I got a phone call one day from Vicky Beatty saying I've got an audition for you I was like what is it she's like it's a part and a Scottish soap it didn't have a it wasn't called Brother City time, it just called a Scottish soap and I was like right so I went to the part like shell soup bob and I'm like are you actually having a laugh what she's like no shell soup bob so that was it, mate. I went for the audition, got about three or four different callbacks and then got the job, got a three-month contract and said to the boys and crews, go on and make sure my job's still here if, I, if the shit hits the fan with us. <laughs> and it was a three-month contract, 19 years later, I'm still there, mate. So, so, 20 years later, you're still there. I know, you know I mean? still ready to go back to that job and cruise, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> <laughs> it's madness, uh, though, when you think of how that... And, and we say about McCoyce and that being the right place at the right time and... And obviously, Aye, obviously mate. being talented as well, though, mate, and it applies to yourself because you're in the right place at the right time, but that's not good enough as being an actor. Like, you, know, you know, you've got to shine as well, haven't you? You've got to, you've got to have something to I, I think, I think, I, I got a wee bit lucky, I think, at the early days because the show, when it first started, it took a good while to find its feet. And I think with the punters, my character was so easy to like because he was just this wee gallus guy swaggering about, I was only coming in now and again, so it was quite easy for the punters to take to me, going that's a wee guy, you could, I think punters watching it, knew, they all had a shell suit bob in their street, they all had a shell suit bob in their family, <laughs> so I think I was quite lucky that way to go right, they're taking a shine to me, the bosses were getting a bit panicky because the show wasn't doing as well as they thought it would, people were getting a bullet left, right and centre, but I was just turning up going alright, what's happening, no, I didn't really, I was new to the whole game mate, so I think I was a wee bit fearless as well, going, I'm just going to go in here and just see where it goes, you know what I mean? So, I, it's, I mean, don't get me wrong, along the years, like, you pick up how things work, you know what today, you know what not today. I've made a few mistakes over the years where I was in that, but you learn through these mistakes, and mm-hmm. just, I'm always a great believer, keep your mouth shut and your ears open, mate, you know what I mean? Go in, don't cause anybody grief, do the job and go up the road. I remember an early storyline, and it was you with the, the Asian lassie, Zara and you were wanting I think the characters wanting to marry her or whatever and it was causing dividing the two families right so think about that however many years ago that was and then think about it now is it difficult for you as an actor and and obviously you know the PC brigade if you like and everything changing so much in the last well you said 19 years think how much Mm -hmm. the world has changed in 19 years mate I know I know there was I, I remember that I remember during the the first lockdown there where we weren't filming and they were putting a lot of the old episodes on Aye. and I was watching some of them and I you wouldn't get away with Hoffy stuff we did get away with back then I think a lot of that kind of I think you can see a lot of that in like still game and stuff as well I think yeah. you see the episode of still game it's quite authentic to us Aye. watching it and I think some things we'd ever city back then was but Times change, mate. It's like everything. It's kind of like, I. I mean, don't get me wrong. That 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 particular storyline could 
still kind of had its own now. Of, co- of course, we've still, we've, still, we've still got a big problem with racism in the world, not I mean? So there aye. can be a kind of thing where that could be maybe explored again with storylines in the work at the moment. But I like think the things when I've done that, I mean, I'm getting up my cherry picker and I'm holding a boat a buck fast and calling Dick a fanny and all that. That's, that's just not going to happen now, do you know what I mean? But, do you know what I mean? It I is, it was mental, and then I'm singing Sunshine on Leaf. That wouldn't be happening. I wouldn't be singing that. You know what I mean, so that was kind of that was I it was mental times. But again, mate, I was watching a lot of these episodes, and I don't even remember half of that stuff. I don't remember doing it. I mean, I don't remember. I remember the cherry picking and all that stuff. But so many scenes I done and storylines I was involved in. I go, Jesus Christ, I cannot even remember filming that. Do you know what I mean? It's mental. But that that must be that must be the. The weird thing watching, and I don't know, I don't know if you do watch yourself back on telly. I know some actors don't, but Aye. it must be so weird looking back to some of the early stuff and going, "Fuck, wow!" Aye, <laughs> mate, it was because especially sitting watching it during that uh, last year's lockdown, and I did watch. it, I made a point again because I wanted to see some of the old stuff, and I remember it's bizarre that that particular one where I was doing that storyline. I was <clears throat> nineteen then, I think nineteen or twenty, and. I'm sitting watching it with my wife and my daughter and my boy, and I'm going, right. there's your dad, 19 years ago, do you know what I mean? So it's like, it, I, it was weird, mate, it was weird. It's, it's, That's what I was actually going to say as well, is it is it is it nice to get that opportunity during that lockdown, I suppose, if there was any positives to come for it. I suppose oh, the, mate, family, the family oh, time for you aye. guys who are busy and also getting to show them, to show the kids some aye. of the early stuff for you must have been really nice. That first, see that first lockdown, that was, there was times where it was hard where we didn't know what was happening with River City and all that, so it was a wee bit stressful, but a lot of it was amazing, it was brilliant because I I had absolute priceless time with my son and my daughter and my wife, do you know what I mean, and we were just, mm-hmm. it was a four days every day, and especially as the year went on and I went back to River City, but Panto didn't happen, and I usually do Panto every year, so uh-huh. that was the first Christmas I'd had off with my wife and Wayne's for about... 15, 16 year mate. So she actually having Christmas, the build up to Christmas, getting involved, watching all the Rangers games there Christmas. Aye. I never get to do that. Uh, beating Celtic at New Year and I wasn't working and I was pissed. It was great. <laughs> so it was, I never get the chance to do that. So it's like, it was, it was, I, it was an amazing time, man. So obviously the world wasn't having that, it, it was a horrible time. But I mean, like Aye. a personal point of view, having time with my family, it was, it was it was great. Aye. You, you mentioned Panto. <clears throat> Aye. How hard does it, and obviously it'll lead on to rally around the Rangers as well, this, because it's relevant, but mm. how is the Panto? Because that must be solid, especially at that time of year when you've said it's huge family time as well, and it must be Aye. solid, the amount of work you guys need to put into that. Mate, it's, there's an old saying in, in our industry, it's the only time an actor works hard. Honestly, mate, it really is, man. It's like it's 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 wild, man. It's two shows a day. I always put it down to kind of like like the Big Brother house, man. See, when I start there in the middle of November, I just go right. That's me here until the end of January. Do you know what I mean? That's what I always just go right. That's us. We're here. I've got fucking grade one addressing me for two months. I just need to get through it. I just need to get through it. But. <laughs> I should some laugh. Some laugh, but mate, 
He's a money bastard. I know, I'll tell you that. You know I mean? so it's, it's no easy. And he's a messy bastard. He's messy. And I'm OCD with cleanliness and tidiness. He's the opposite. Do you know what I mean? Maybe that's how we're so good pals. But no, it's 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 hard work because it's it's hard in a sense where I miss out a lot with my wains and my wife because know that I'm saying that for people to feel sorry for me. You get paid a very handsome wage for them panel and it's good money. So you do it because it's a good job. Yeah, the wains love it. Providing for them. Ah, exactly. And my my wains, my wains school trip out now has got the pavilion at Christmas. So that's magical for me because my wains get to come and see me with right. their school, plus they come and see, see me with their mom on that as well. So, right. eh, my wife, no, their mom, we're still together. I'm saying their mom, <laughs> my wife. <laughs> so, stuff like that is great. But then, as I said, then it comes to Christmas Day, it's your only day off. You've right. had two shows every day, right up to Christmas. You go home Christmas Eve, you're buzzing, you get in the house, and you just feel like you've been hot with a fucking train. You sit down and you're knackered. Then, you need to go up on Christmas Day and go, kid on it's you're feeling great when really all you want to do is lie in your bed and watch Only Fools and Horses all day or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> you don't want to have to go up and see all the in-laws and all that shit. You're like, oh, man. You sound like fucking, I don't know, man. Your voice is away. You look like shite. But don't get me wrong. I love it and I love Panto. It was a wee novel to having Christmas half there. It was brilliant, but I do love it because I love the whole... Where, where my Panto is is the pavilion. It's in the tune... It's got that kind of Christmassy vibe about the place in Glasgow City Centre. It's just a good buzz, do you know what I mean? And I always find as well, but the panel leading up to Christmas, everybody's buzzing for Christmas. But do you find it you need to work at it a wee bit more after Christmas? Because I suppose the buzz of Christmas is kind of, you know, people are January, mate, people are getting back to work nearly. Mate, Boxing Day is hard. The audience, <laughs> it's, it's always rammed. But it's hard because I, I just, I look at, when I'm on stage and I look out and I see all these guys with our family and I go, you know for a fact you're never going to book box day tickets again in your life because you're fucked, mate. You're knackered. They're all, they're all hungover. They're like, ah, at the time, aye, let's book it for boxing day because I'm half out with cracking. Then box day comes and they're like, oh my God, how long is this show still to go? And you're like, looking down going, mate, you still got another two hours to go, man. And you've got a singing bit at the end to come. So. You, you're getting up and you're doing the dog shoot with me. So, it's so how, how was Rally Run the Rangers though? Because I suppose it's like, like Panto in terms of it's a show on the stage. But you're singing Rangers tunes every day. You're you're in amongst your own kind, if you like, and you're having a mm. laugh with your pals on stage. You've said it, Grado. Do you know what I mean? Your pals on stage. Oh. Mate, it was right. It was. There's not there's how any Rangers shows about anymore, right? So I was like, I I think it's a good idea because we need to have some merch. There's a lot of select shows out there, and I'm going right. Yep. Uh, we done it. Seen the script, had a chat with the boss, changed a few things, gone right, do this, do that, can change a few wee things here and there. And then I thought this will be a good buzz, I thought it'll be a good laugh and all that. <clears throat> I've worked in a pavilion since 2003, right? So I've done hundreds of shows there, I've done hundreds of panels. The curtain's ready to come up, me and Grado are standing side by side. The lassies in the show, they open it with Four Lads Had a Dream. So me and Grado are standing waiting for the curtain to come up and we get involved in the chorus. Mate, I kid you not, I have never 
experienced an atmosphere like that in my life. <laughs> Mate, it was up there with the Parma game. Right? Love it. Love Mate, it. I'm no joking. The place was bouncing to the point where me and Gade are going, I'm shite myself a wee bit here. <laughs> and he's like, ah. That's so mad, but we're going, oh, mate, here's the back of your neck. I swear to God, we came off the stage as if we were the fucking Rolling Stones or something. Mate, we thought we were like fucking Mick Jagger and Keith Richards, Lennon and McCartney. You're swaggering our flat, man. That was brilliant, man. Like, at the end, we're singing all these songs, Symphony Best, going, the place is up, it's bouncing, and we came off and we're like, this is. The dog's nuts as that. <laughs> we f- we felt like fucking rock stars, mate. Honestly, right? It was. I've never experienced. And I, I'm just so gutted that this year it's been cancelled because see how good it was. Times that be ten after winning the league, it would have been even better. So it's a shame, man. It's a shame. But also, obviously, is there people's any... health comes first, man. You know what I mean? But is there any... obviously there's things I've got tickets for things that knew I'm have been rescheduled and I've actually just got an email today for one of my show for me and the missus so is there any way because we might not get a full Ibrooks for a long time obviously depending on what's happening is there any way that could come back even I think it's been rescheduled for next summer mate I think he has put it back to next summer so so let's just hope we can get 56 man and we don't win again well fucking we've not won the league you know what I mean as you say that's the sad part about it as well as Aye, aye, everybody aye. would have been no don't get me wrong everybody would be buzzing anyway but everybody would have been buzzing times on our way the, the league win and how good we aye were. and I think obviously with the league win with the season we had there's so much more material you can add into the actual show itself where dialogue wise things we're talking about where the show was kind of centred around us stopping Celtic day in 10 in a row which we did in the show but that is a reality now do you know what I mean so we can actually add in fucking oh man they pumped him man without you having a shot on target all that kind of stuff do you know what I mean stuff that actually happened Defoe getting his goal that's icing the cake to make it 4-1 daft things like that we're unbeaten all season you can add things like that in so we better fucking date next year or not. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. so we fucking pressure you. <laughs> I know, mate. I know. I know. We pressure I know. you. Exactly. Um, exactly. I, that, that's. I suppose that's the thing for for you, and it's. I've always wondered, especially in Glasgow, especially well, especially in Scotland, but especially in Glasgow within Scotland, how hard is it for yourself? And I think you do a great job of coming across likable to both sides, but still no hiding. What you actually are, do you know what I mean? Because you're Scottish celebrity. You, you, everybody knows you're a Rangers <laughs> supporter, but but you aye. still there's no that way where the other side hate you. If you know what I mean? Aye, mate. I kind of <clears throat> first like when I'm when I'm on social media and I'm very vocal about being a Rangers fan. And I talk probably all I talk about on Twitter is football and Rangers. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So it's kind of. Occasionally I'll talk about the old acting side of things, you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I don't really... I just, <laughs> the day job. <laughs> I, I, I just love football, right? I love football, I love Rangers. But what I don't... I'm no daft, do you know what I mean? I'm no stupid, I'm not going to... I'm not going to sit and argue with folk about different things when it comes to like, the religion side of it, all that stuff. I'm not interested in all that. I mean, daft things like... I had somebody saying something about... A guy who followed me for a long time and we spoke a lot, can't remember his name now. I don't even know him. You know what it's like on Twitter and that, mate. Uh, you end up having people you know, but you don't really know them. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but uh, this guy had followed me for ages, and we I followed him back. We had a bit of banter. Um, he was all right, but just during that season, there, man, he just took a right, started. What was it? 
I can't specifically remember what it was about, but it was something about Rangers and what we sing about, and it's about Protestants and Catholics. I'm like, mate, I'm not getting involved in this. You know what I mean? He's trying to say, you try to say you, you've never been to a game and done that, like, mate. What is wrong with you? Do you know what I mean? I so we just start, and we just unfold them. I was like, right, that's plenty. But also, I'm not going to sit and talk about Selic. I'm not going to talk about Selic. I'm not going to talk about. I'll have a bit of banter about if they're not doing well, but I'm not really going to mention Selic and talk about Selic. I'm just going to talk about Rangers because I'm a Rangers fan, that's it. And I think too many people that are in my line of work, they're scared to talk about what they are mm-hmm. or what they are like if they're a Rangers fan. All of a sudden, this day and age, it's not cool to be a Rangers fan at times. Right. And I'm like, I don't get that. I mean, if you're a Selic fan, you're a Selic fan. That's good luck to you. Talk about Selic. I've got honours of my mates that are Selic fans. David, you back today, and I'll do what I back today. What's yeah. wrong with that? Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So I don't, I don't really. I've all for day one. I've been pretty vocal. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a Rangers fan. I love my club. Do you know what I mean? And obviously, you're selling over city. <clears throat> it's kind of grown, you know, in, in terms of people obviously knew that are well aware of what you are and and things. Like that. I, I always just wonder for for people who maybe don't have a long term gig like yourself. Um, that's, maybe that's the reason why they hide it maybe it is their fear they go into some place and they don't get the job because they're out as a fan or they're out as a Celtic fan aye. maybe mate and that's see if that is the case that's sad no, I mean, that's sad totally it's, it's, it shouldn't matter Protestant Catholic Rangers fan Celtic fan you don't like football you like football you're this or that it doesn't matter to me see if mm-hmm. see if I go for a, a gig in about 10 years and I don't get the job because I'm a Rangers fan because I'm vocal about my club, well, maybe I don't want that job, man, to work with people like that. It's not really, aye, it's not really, that shouldn't matter. What, the only thing that should matter when you're going for a job is if you're right for it and if you're good enough to do it. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. So, couldn't, yeah. couldn't agree anymore, mate. Couldn't agree anymore. I think that's, that's we football daft. Obviously, the, the podcast you're involved in, um, with Grado and, and Toll and stuff like that, I think that's what's so appealing to us is you know with punters because it is that you and Grado are obviously Rangers and, and, and Tall Celtic and you're very open about it but you can also mm-hmm. take a step back and say well no Rangers were shite today or no Celtic were shite today and oh, people aye, want mate. that do you know what I mean people don't want aye. delusion that's the thing aye of course mate like see I'm not gonna I've been on football daft and spoke about Rangers and been absolutely fucking raging and put the boot right into them and put the boot into Gerard and put the boot into Morelos, mm-hmm. whatnot. That's what you've got today. And for me, I don't enjoy it. I, I do enjoy it, but I don't want to put the boot in. I want my team mm-hmm. to be good, but I'm not daft. There's got to be times where they're shite. And uh, I just like talking about football. That's what I want uh, today. That's what, no, that's what me and Grado, when, when Ewan left the podcast and it was Grado's, me were doing panel at the time, and Grado's like, do you want to date with me? And I'm yeah, he's texting me now. Hi, cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you want to, you want to date with me? I was like, mm, I was like, mate, if we're going to date, and he agreed as well. I was like, you kind of don't want to have a third wheel. It's probably better just one person. And there's always a double act, isn't there? With some uh-huh. works and twos. But this isn't going to work if it's me and him because it's two Rangers fans. You're going uh-huh. to alienate so many of your punters. Uh, going to I want Celtic fans to listen. I want to get guests on her ex-Celtic players. I want to talk about Celtic as well. I want there to be a voice there for Celtic because I think something like that, it's a good platform for 
say like and Rangers so I, that's how we sat down and we went right we need to get somebody else in he went we told now as much as me and him will clash on it a lot and he fucking rips my knitting and we don't we argue a bit this is going to cross me it's still good to have that do you know what I mean it's still good where I go right get him we, we decided I to make it because then it kind of works out well so we've got the Patreon hang on where we have a wee Celtic daft podcast yes. a Rangers daft podcast so and it's been absolutely fantastic because we've pumped him all season well, that's, that's what I say to Grado I say you and Bob look as though you have had the, just the most amazing time aye, on this podcast aye. and it comes across aye. because you've been able to turn into him I say but see in fairness aye. to him he holds his own do you know what I mean even aye, though there's two he holds aye, his own <laughs> mate there's 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 one really and then there's Grado you know I mean he can't can fucking get in the dates man you know what I mean be Master honest man. Nah, he's fucking arse as far as splinters man honestly <laughs> nah, we told, he's, he's great value man he's, he's he's really good and it's like as I say we clash not at times and have debates but that's what I want that's what I want to go to that end mate that was a brilliant argument we had there that was brilliant because that's what folk back here you don't yeah, want to just come on and if everybody agrees with everybody it's shy it's boring uh, you don't uh, want that you know what uh, I mean you want a debate you want I want folk going nah mate you've not got a clue you're talking about tools right I want that and vice uh, versa I want folk to go nah he's right because what's the point in going on and going nah Christopher you're right mate yeah yeah you're right nah Stephen <laughs> you're right that's push you know what I mean, uh, uh, you know what I mean? especially so, in this city it's not realistic either let's face no, it no exactly man and these arguments happen really two cents aye Folk will just go at you to their fucking talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you mentioned Ewan as well, and I liked Ewan and Gredo doing it as well. Um, and I then obviously Ewan, Ewan left it. And well, you said there about two Rangers fans. I suppose that's the way it was when Ewan and Gredo were <laughs> <it>, right? So it's <laughs> two Rangers fans anyway. And then, they left, and then Ewan left, and, and it was kind of like that way for a wee while where you're thinking, what way are they going to go with that? Because people, Aye. regardless of what people say about you and Cameron, people genuinely listened and watched for him as well because he does have that likeable or no likeable personality. But what I just, what I was saying there about having a debate and you want that, Ewan's a master at that. He's yep. a master. Totally. That's what he, he's made a career out of that, mate. He's yep. he's a gaslighting motherfucker. He knows what he's doing. Do you know what I mean? He's no Aye, stupid. Totally. So that's what his game's all about. So that's how when I was taking it, I was like, can he just be mean Gredo? Can he? Because no. we're not going to really argue. We're not going to have a debate because we're both, we'll have a debate maybe in a difference of opinion about Rangers, but that's not going to work, is it? It's not really going no. to be good. So no. that's where Toll comes into the kind of bit. No, mate, Ewan's a, Ewan's a good part, reminds me. I've known Ewan for years and ah, he's brilliant, man. He's great. Shite FIFA though. <laughs> oh. Mate, that was one of the highlights of my lockdown. That, that was so good. Oh, Maybe, did you see the first game? He beat me. I know, I know. Mate, <laughs> was I not like 2 0 up at half time? Like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's going on here? I still think his boy was playing. Mate, he passed the pad. That was a different player, man. Because mate, you seen every game after that. I pumped him every game after that. I was like, wait, that. That ruined my weekend that night. Oh, I, was, I, was in a, I was in a bad mood for about a week, man. <laughs> Going out with the missus, not that guy talking to the veins, not that. I love that, man. Oh. I love that. I love sitting watching them because I thought to myself, Aye. "That's it." Do you know that was the that was the things actually that my missus was slagging me for because 
I told her about how one night she caught me sitting watching Grado's Flight Simulator, and then she caught me sitting watching <laughs> you playing, you playing, you playing you in the FIFA, and she's like, "You're not sitting watching two people playing FIFA, you're mad. Is this a big game? There's a lot right in this. I was one night to him, then one each, and then we done the third week for the decider, didn't we? Aye, and aye. Absolutely annihilating about eight one or something. It was actually getting boring that one. He was, he was a broken man. Ah, his boy was out that night, that's what it was, aye, mate. I know, mate, I know. Mate, honestly, if he tried to get a game of FIFA with him again since then, he'll not play me. He'll not play, he won't play. Because we done, after that, there was a mad thing where, was it eSports or something? eSports done a, it was a charity thing for the NHS, all, prece- all money made went to the NHS. So it was like myself, Ewan, uh, oh, what's the boy? Jesus, how can I remember his name? That's terrible. What's the... Oh, what's his name? He plays centre-half for Hibs. Gallus as fuck. Portis. Ryan Portis, right? Ryan Portis. So you had players like that and you had uh, boy plays up front for Hearts as well, Northern Irish boy. How the fuck can I remember his name now? That's terrible. Oh, Liam Boyce. I can't Liam Boyce. This. That's it, Liam Boyce. So there was Hunter's ex-pros playing, right? So it's like a group stage to begin with. So Liam Boyce, a lassie who put... No sexist at all. Kind of <laughs> Last eight plays for Man City and Ryan Porteous, right? And I was in a group with, with A3. Hume was in another group. So I played the first game. Liam Boyce absolutely fucking spanked me about 6 2 or something, right? 5 1, something like that, right? Destroyed me. We'll say 5 1. We don't want to say 6 2. Horrible fucking score. Horrible is that? Why is it 6 2? So he hammered me, and I thought, oh my God, I, f- I think I'm good at FIFA, right? I'm like, oh my God, this guy's like different class. So then I played the last eight place for Man City next. I beat her, so I was back in it. But my decider was against Ryan Porteous, because he had done the same as me. Liam Boyce had bet him, and they bet the last eight place for Man City. So it was between me and him, who uh-huh. goes through. And obviously, we all know the hang with Rangers and Hibs now. It's becoming a kind of I'm like... <laughs> So I'm getting the boys running commentary on this. Like, the more I'm playing this Ryan Portis, they're like, you need to fucking... I'm like, no, no. I'm like, no, right? The weight of the club's so we, on you now. Aye, aye. So we, we kicked half, mate, right? Sorry if I'm blaring on. Just tell me to shut up here. No, 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 on you go, on you go. It's great, mate. So uh, we, we kicked half. He's went one ball up, right? And he's quite fucking good at it, right? Yeah, all these kind of, mate, I'm nearly 40, right? I'm sitting playing FIFA, right? <laughs> these wee guys are fucking, that's what, they fucking train and play FIFA, that's all it they, right? Well, I was going to say, mate, they train in the morning for a couple Aye. of hours, and then that's him for the rest of the day, so. FIFA, I know, right? <laughs> so I'm playing, and he's got, he's pure like, ah, hey, hey, what's happening? I'm like, oh, you fuck, I'm like, oh, you fucking, like, right, right, bang, so I'm thinking, doing it for Morelos, not that, mate, right? I'm sitting with the right? So, makes it one each, right? I'm like, right, one each, and I've got him on the ropes a wee bit, then he's got me in the ropes, it's back and forth, back and forth. 90th minute, I scored, man. <laughs> Wait, I swear to God, right? So, so I'm like, ah, had to really rein it in. Ah, fucking get up, you guys! <laughs> fucking grab me up! And he's like, he's sitting there going, I can't fucking believe that. <laughs> I'm like, ah, trying to, try to get back to being nice. Oh, aye, I know, mate. Good game, mate. All the best, buddy, right? The draw gets made and I'm playing Ewan in the <sighs> quarterfinals, right? So it goes straight for the group stage to the quarterfinals, right? Mate, Ewan Cameron 
He's sending me daily updates. You can't, you, you'll not be able to beat me, Stevie. No, he calls me Bob as well. Look at this. I am now officially one of the best players in the world. Hey, look at me now. I'm, I'm in Division 1 on online seasons. He's sending me videos. I play a very rigid, rigid touch-and-go system. He's into the tax. I'm like, fucking shut up. Right? So, mate, we're playing, right? We plays. He's fucking, mate. He's... The confidence is ripping at him, right? Because he's been... Mate, he, after I beat him in that thing that you watched, he uh, battered FIFA. I mean, battered it, right? Like, <laughs> non-stop, right? So, I know, I'm thinking, he has got maybe a bit better at it, right? So, I'm Liverpool. He's he's Liverpool and I'm Liverpool. So, both of us have gone Liverpool, right? He's slagging me, right? He goes one nil up and he's giving it big licks, blah blah blah, big licks, going off his nut, and he's annoying when he gets away. He gets in your head, right? You need to fucking blank it out, right? So I equalised, and it was the same as the Porteous game, mate. And he's seeing we're doing the lineups because he's Liverpool and I'm Liverpool. He's like, "What are you playing Jordan Henderson for? Jordan fucking Henderson!" So I played him sitting, right? I played him sitting. I was like, "I'm playing him." Who scores the winner in the ninetieth minute for me? <laughs> Couldn't he write that? Jordan Henderson, I curled it right into the tap bin. Oh my god. Oh, mate, honestly. Love it. Absolutely the love it, man. Then that wee guy for Ross County pumped me in the semi finals, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you beat Edinburgh. That's sort of fucking matters for a Glasgow one. Man, I bet you Portis was up there celebrating every tackle he got against you, and all. He's up there getting it. He was. Mate, he just looked. He, he was just. He had. Sitting there with his Yeezys on, his hair slicked back and all that. I'm like, ah, oh, I need to beat this guy. I'm sitting there barely hanging out and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Professional <laughs> pride. <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> but see the things though, they, they things are what relate to, to us though as well, because we've all been there Aye. playing your pals and do you know what I mean? And that's oh, the, mate. That's and the I, mate, I'm, I, Matt, that's what my wife always says, that my wee boy's getting that way and he's only fucking, he's just coming up for six, mate. It's terrible. <laughs> So competitive, mate. I need to win at everything. It's terrible, man. It's so bad. It's like it's like an illness almost. You know what I mean? It's so bad, man. That's a Rangers but corner, No mate. way was Ryan Portis beating me at FIFA. Not a chance, no. mate. Not no, a chance. no. Listen, as I said, the weight of the clubs on you when you're playing one of them. Mate, it's it's. It's so bad, like, I had all that in my head, I was going, I'm doing this for my club. <laughs> this is <laughs> my club now. <laughs> I know. I'm hanging the fucking the cup final, man. I'm, doing, I'm hanging the all sorts, I'm going, I cannot use no beat me. <laughs> Mate, I don't really play online much now, right, but I remember oh, when I did, and I was this wee boy for doing South, and obviously, being Rangers fans, you want to go Rangers, but you know, if I go Rangers... All these cunts are going by Munich and all that, you're getting absolutely horsed. Ah. Doesn't matter. Ah, so, that, so, so, so he went to Leeds and Leeds were in League One at the time and I went off. If he's gone Leeds, I'm fucking going my club, man. I'll, I'll do it. Went Rangers. Went, went, <laughs> went Rangers, mate. He jumped out and must have thought, yes, he went Celtic. And I went, oh, don't fucking, that's it. It's on now, son. And just like you're saying, mate. I hardly touched the ball the first half. <laughs> and it, it, it beat me, beat me, it was beating me one nothing. I eventually got back and I won 2-1 and I celebrated it like it was a Rangers goal at the end. Yeah. You're pressing the record thing on your control. The image and all that you score. The wee video. Send it to all your mates, man. I've got, I've got two ways I'm recording. I'm sending videos that need to be my 
<laughs> but as you say though, you think to yourself, I'm doing this with my fucking club now. Oh, That's the I thing. Can, pride involved in it. <laughs> it's nuts. It's nuts. Uh, obviously, 2018, mate, Gerard comes in. Aye. Huge buzz. Huge buzz about the club. We're finally where we've been, which has been well documented, but, you, you know, we're... We didn't know if we'd have a club, never mind what kind of club we would have. No. What no, was your no. first thoughts when you heard about Gerard being linked to the job? Eh, uh, mate, I can't lie, man. I, I was I was like that. No, I was like because I just thought he's not done anything in management. I thought, is it the right way to go? And I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I was buzzing. Aye. It's terrible because I, I think I tweeted something at the time saying. No way we're linked with Gerard now, because at that point you were linked to everybody in their granny. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I was like, but when he did come and I seen that first interview, the euphoria kicked in, man. I, I was fully invested. I was, he, and he still does to this day. He carries himself yes. the way a Rangers manager of the past, like your Walter Smiths, your Sunnis, even your McLeishes, all mm-hmm. that. He had that, but you're going, this guy, he's. I think it's very prominent now when you see him now. It's very at the forefront. Right. He's always got the club at the forefront. He's gone the way this club should be. And I've been to a few games. Sound like a wanker, right? But in the director's box a few times, right? And I've spoke to Colin Stewart and that. And he always tells me, he says, when he came in, he changed this, he changed that, he wanted this, he wanted that, done at the training ground in the stadium. Everything with him, the word that always comes to mind with him is just standards. Yep. It's kind of... And he's made mistakes, man. I mean, don't get me wrong, before that fucking first lockdown kicked in, that night at Tencastle, I thought, can we get any lower, man? Can things get any worse? Obviously, things had been a lot worse than that before he even came, but I mean, the football side of you going, where is this gone? And I think the whole pandemic and the shutdown of fixtures and football and Celtic getting haunted that fucking ninth title, I think... Was that a good thing for us? Aye, I think it was. I think it really came at the right time for Gerard. By aye, way. aye, I think it just made Gerard go away and reevaluate things. And I can imagine him and Bill and Cole Shaw and McAllister all sitting down going, Right, what are we doing here? What's happening? Because you better believe, man, he loves this club now. He loves this club. He's a Liverpool fan, he's a Liverpool man, he's a Liverpool legend. But Rangers, no matter where he goes, when he will eventually go at some point. He will always be a Rangers fan as well. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he just ate the standards, and I couldn't be happier for like obviously every Rangers fan under the sun and what we done last year, getting the title back. But for him personally, I think I you've showed a lot of people there what you're made of, mate. Do you know what I mean? Aye, aye. Well, I mean there was still some some sniping within the Rangers support that I mean even when you got the cup to to Saint Man. Obviously, that last year there, and there's still this thing, still bottom it, and still this, still that. Aye. But I think you can see in Europe when it, you know, Gerard, I think, and by the way, know that we should, I'm not saying for a minute that he puts the cups to one side, because I don't believe he does, and I think the cup things hurt him a lot this year, and I think he'll get back to, I think this this season, when it's coming, I think you'll see Gerard now try and go for the cups because he really, it's hurting him that. But I think he's seen in Europe and in the league this year where he put his focus and his priority, and and the rewards we go to Imagine a world with no cold calling. A world where companies don't sell your data to other companies who want to pester you. At G4 Claims, we don't cold call and we don't buy a single lead from data companies. Oh, and if you're due any compensation from your car accident, you pay nothing to us at all. 
For full accident management support, including motor replacement, repairs and personal injury compensation claims, just search G4 Claims today. For help the way you want it. So, so do you think yourself that the, the obviously the cup situation, Gerard? Don't get me wrong, mate. If, if you turn to and say the Rangers fan, listen, you get the two cups next year and all, but you win the league. I think we would all take it. But Aye. you, you want to win everything, didn't you? Really, because we're greedy like that. Hi, mate. I think. Don't get me wrong, right? Me, my, me, my mate. We're talking this all night watching the Scotland England game, right? It's. He said it himself in an interview at Ibrox and Trophy Day. I think it was. Uh, it still doesn't sit right with him. And it that, doesn't, yeah. I mean, I, if somebody said to us at the start of the season, especially such a monumental season it was, us going for 55, them going for their 10, you're going, we need, they can't do the tech, we need to win this league. So much pressure on us. And today, in the way we did, no losing a league game all season, you'd have bought the Honol fat and dominating them every time we played them. We had nobody able to beat us. But, if somebody says to you, they'll be out both domestic cup competitions as well. Yous will put them out, one of them, and they'll be out the other one. <laughs> You're thinking it's a treble, a double at the very least. Aye. So, the manner, I, the Johnson game at Ibrooks, I think for the first fucking 15 minutes, you could see the writing on the wall watching Aye. that. We won the at the races, the intensity wasn't there. On and after the ball, we couldn't really deal with St Johnson. They were, they, were, they were pressing everything. You were waiting on them tiring. They didn't tire. You are waiting on us having a bit of magic. It didn't come. And then how the fuck nobody picks up a high-vis goalie in the middle of the fucking boats? <laughs> Honestly, he's wearing high-vis, mate, and nobody picks him up. You know what I mean? But they are him. They, they deserved it on the night, St Johnson. And the same could be said probably with St Mirren in the League Cup, man. They, they were up for it. And you can't, you can't go into these games and... As much as you're better than them, you still need to earn the right to show you're better than them. And if Aye. a team works hard and comes right at you, you need to have the tools to stand up to that. And more times than not, we did this season, but the twice we didn't. It cost us. It, it's fatal because gone for such an unbelievable season that we had, it it sounds mental saying it, but it could have been better. Aye, could have been, mate, yeah. and that's. But I think that's also a good thing because I think it's something that will keep Gerard hungry and, and with the Champions Aye. League carrot this year as well, it will keep him Aye. hungry. And, and again, we don't know. Obviously, sitting here, the new <clears throat> what near enough getting to the end of June, we don't know who will come back for pre-season, who will be moved on. So, for, for for us, it's it's all about if you're moving, it's talking Morelos and Porto and things like that. And if that's going to come to fruition, no that wants to see it. But I think we're all we all know where we were, and we know that this is the way Rangers is going to have to be now. That we bring players in, you know, low low fees if you like, and then sell them on, hopefully for huge fees after they've they've done amazing at the club. It's all about being able to find the next Morelos and keep Gerrard's, you know, keep him turned on for one a better word. You know what I mean? Aye, mate, it is because. Let's not kid ourselves, man. Celtic have done unbelievable business with players. We see the transfer mm-hmm. fees. See yep. your Wanyamas and whatever, bringing them in, making fortunes on them. We need to get back doing that and see if we make a good amount of dough on your Morelos, your Kamaras, your Barisic, whatever, even not I mean, Kent, Hollanda, there's so many we've got so many assets there in the team. Yep. That's what we need today, and then you add into the mix. We get into the Champions League. You've went full circle. Yeah, you're back operating at a level we were operating 
operating it before. But obviously, when we're doing that in future now, we make sure we're doing it right and we look right. after the money and we don't we live within our means. And that's what we need today. I mean, nobody wants to see Morelos go, nobody wants to see Ryan Kent go, nobody wants to see Kamara go, but it's a business. It, it, it needs to work and function as a business. So we need to, make, like you say, we need to find the next Morelos for fucking Helsinki. You need to find the next Kamara for 50 grand, which I don't think you're going to get a player like Kamara for 50 grand ever again. But <laughs> that's going to be like, that's the best bit of business ever, I think. Well, that's done, fuck, so. frightening when you watch him, man. It's mental, but it's the start reality, man, that we need to replace the players, and we will. Right. That's the thing. Nady's big on the club. Nady's invincible. You know what I mean? So it's going to be just the way it is. Well, see, just looking, you can obviously see Loudrop, Gascoigne, Ferguson, McCoist, even Walter aye. behind you there. Aye, Every aye. one of them's left their club and our club's still standing and we're still champions as we speak. Exactly, so that's what we have mate. to keep into exactly. our heads, you know what I mean? So. Exactly, man. Exactly. That's the way we've always been, mate. It's got to be done. Right, I say to you before we came on that we, that we were going to try and every guest we've won this year to try and do a kind of best 11 of you like that you know you've played with you've, or, or you've grew up watching or whatever. So I did say to you, so are you, formation-wise, how you split up actors, players, whatever, it doesn't matter, and obviously whoever, whatever manager you would pick. I don't know if, because obviously you're a busy man, so I don't know if you would you would time to date, mate, but have you had any kind of thoughts about it? Right, I'll have a think about it now, right? I've got, right, I'll add some comedy value into it as well, right, mate? Right, okay. Right. In goals, I'm going Graham Steveley, a.k.a. Grado, right? Or as Walter calls him Grado. Ah, Grado. <laughs> He tells me every fucking time that he was a goalie and he was younger and he was a brilliant goalie, right? So he's going in goals. Uh, right, so I'm going to mix, mix it in with ex Rangers players and people I've worked with, you're saying, aye? Uh, M, do you want me, aye? Right. Uh, right back, <clears throat> I'll put my good mate Jordan Young in there, right? Because he's fit as fuck. He's one of the fittest fucking 40 year old guys I've ever met in my life, <laughs> right? Listen, he stop running. Just runs up and down constantly. Out running fucking sends me hands, makes me feel absolutely ashamed of myself. Right? Because he's just fit as fuck. He's in there right back. If anybody gets by him, mate, I know he'll just, he'll do him in or something, you know? Aye, exactly <laughs> he's family man. well, so. Exactly, man. <laughs> he's just a shite, Lenny Murdoch, what, mate? <laughs> right, he's in there right back. Eh. Going to go. I'll go 4-4-2, right? Old school, old school. Two centre-offs. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Richard Goff. And I'm going to go... Next to him... Aye, it's... Do you know what, man? I love, I loved Davey Weir. I loved him. See, when he came in, man, it was like a pure stopgap. And the guy took us to European finals. And I loved him. Mate, he was he was one of the ones that I've done I've had on this podcast where I've been like in awe looking at him. Aye, and and, and the camera, mate. And people don't know this, but the feed cut out about four times, and he was so patient. And I'm sitting going, he's going to fucking hate me, man. And I'm pure panicking and all flustered. Him, Kenny Miller, and Graham Roberts are the three mate that I've been like, holy fuck. Aye, mate. Do you know what I mean? So I, I get what you're saying, with David. Aye, David Weir, and when I hanky David Weir. I think he Watty coming back. I think him and Big Ugo were the two first players he signed when he came back. Because, mm. you know, Watty, the foundations are built from the back. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it, 
it reminds me of happy times. Aye. It just reminds me one in the league at Tanadice, one in the league at Rugby Park. It just reminds me of getting to UEFA Cup final. It's just so many good memories. So he's in there for that. So that's Grado, Jordan Young, <laughs> uh, Goff, and David Weir. But and the fucking the Dutch master left back for me, man, is half on human, right? He's in there. Yeah. David Robertson is no far behind him, to be fair. But so I just half on human, man. I just I think total class, man. Just like absolute. Probably couldn't sign a player like that now, because it would be too much money. Yeah. He was he was up there as maybe world class. I think we a lot of other players we signed at that time. Yeah, uh, right in the middle of the part. I'm trying to think of actors and that and all, man. I'm trying to think of. Right in the middle, I'm going to. I don't think any other actors are going to make this now, mate. I think it's all. <laughs> it's all serious, man. Gradle's got the role to like, get in there. Uh, I'm going to go. My two centre mids are Barry Ferguson and Gaza. Right? They two are in there. Fergie. I didn't hear anything about by the way. Eh? That doesn't bear hint about I know a midfield like that. I know. Fergie, for me. Like you asked me earlier on who when I was growing up, McCoy's was my idol, but as I got on a wee bit and started going to the games with my mates, not that Barry Ferguson was like, he's one that I've played a couple of charity games where I've met a few times. And the way you're talking about Davey Wheel there, I'm quite, when I meet Barry, still to this day, I've met him hundreds of times now, but I still go at that. I'm all right, mate. It's happening. It's like I forgot, I've, I've lost the fucking power to blink. And I was like, ah, you're right, my die. Honestly, man, he's like, he's a, aye, he's a going Gaza, fuck. Gaza just did no bad as well, didn't he? You know what I mean? So it's kind of. And we saw the best of him. I always say this, we saw the best of him. 100%. We did, we did. Again, like I'm saying there with Newman, you couldn't sign up a player like that now. He was world class. Uh, either side of the two, I'm going Alberts on the left and Loudrop on the right. Uh, Loudrop, oh, just. Again, world class. I keep saying the two words, world class, aye. but he was. We probably seen the best of him. I know. I would say because when he went to Chelsea, man, it was. I think he would maybe admit it was. Then he work aye. out for him. Know what I mean, but he was phenomenal. And then Alberts, man, he was like just used to love how much he would just score against Celtic. Honestly, aye. Aye. Uh, and, and became Glaswegian basically as well. You know, what I mean, aye, the way he, he spoke. Aye. <laughs> just one of the foreigners that came and. Like Loudrop and like so many foreigners that's came here the years, like players like, I don't know, even like fucking Carlos Cuella or stuff like that, they've come here and they've just embraced what the club's about and they're invested in it 100%. And I, that was it, man. He was just in, I think you know who the two I'm going to say up front, mate. <laughs> I think I've ever got a better front two in my life, ever than McCoy's and Haley, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it'd be no. a lot of people's front too, I think, to be fair. Aye. I mean, it's kind of a thing of the past now, and it's quite old school, isn't it? Having a partnership up front, it doesn't really happen in modern day football now, but Aye. then, like the other, just the other day there, I was sitting, I watched the highlights on YouTube of the Leeds game, uh, both games, and especially Erin Road, man, when you see the way Bomber Brown breaks it up with Cantona, kind of just through Cantona, and the ball goes to some... I get Durant kind of plays it out to Haley, and then the white Haley just the ball, in. Man, the ball in. And you actually see quite a lot of the Leeds fans clapping after it. Like, <laughs> they're like, Go through, but was there a better front two in the world at that point in time? I don't know, man. I don't know. And okay. we should have won that tournament. You know what I mean? 
they should have known to win that. But I, so that's my team, mate. I flung Jordan and Grado in there, you know what I mean? But I'm surprised they put your selling. I know, I know, but <laughs> Jordan and Grado weren't there, Right back's a tough one for me. I don't mm-hmm. know. Right back would be. I've always. I was always a fan of Aaron Hutton just before he went to. Even before he went to Spurs. Hutton's the one that probably springs to mind, doesn't it? Aye, then obviously the goalie. There's an argument the goalie or McGregor. I was going to say the goalie or Grado there. (laughs) (laughs) The goalie would be a Grado, not an Indian. I don't know. I don't know. I thought he said to Lord Gorham, I think. I don't know. I smack him anyway, mate. There we go. Manager. Manager. It's well, got to be the man, isn't it? It's got to be the man. It's got to be. Aye, definitely. Mate, we're kind of getting to the end now because I know you're a busy man and I appreciate you, you, you taking the time out to, to speak to us. And, Anything. You know, by the time this goes out, you'll have been on the Wales Corner, hopefully. So I hope that you enjoy you enjoy the own that. But, um, right, cheers. Thank you. Cheers. you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.